Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? (laughs) Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career? But you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnock. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Welcome back to another episode of Teachers in Transition, the podcast and the YouTube channel. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm the owner of Boytnot Coaching and the founder of Teachers in Transition. I specialize in working with burnt out teachers who are ready to make a change in their lives and I can assist with your stress management as well as your career transition because I'm a certified stress management coach as well as a trained and experienced career transition and job search coach. This week, if, you, if you've listened to this podcast in the past, you know that I alternate topics each week. One week I talk about career transition strategies, and then on alternating weeks I talk about stress management. This week the topic is stress. And I have shared with you in the past that uh, there are times when I feel like I have shared everything I already know. I have held nothing back. As far as stress management goes, I have offered my ebook, my cheat sheet, um, thoughts about ways to manage your stress. I even have a course on stress management for teachers that I occasionally offer. And so I, I've bumped up against the thought each week when the topic is stress, what in the world am I going to say that I haven't already said? And then I thought to pull off the shelf a book that I used when I was studying for my certification as a stress management coach. And this particular book, this text was called the Everything Stress Management Book, Practical Ways to Relax and Be Healthy and Maintain your sanity by Eva Adamson. I'll offer a link to it, or at least a reference to it in the show notes. And as I was flipping through the book, literally flipping through the book, I bumped up against chapter three, which is entitled Stress and Your Self-Esteem. And I don't think I've talked specifically about how stress is related to your self-esteem. And I want to offer that this week because I do think that a lot of teachers are suffering from low self-esteem for a whole host of reasons, lack of respect being the number one reason, 
Um, and that has been exacerbated and gotten worse over the years. I have been out of the classroom myself now for quite some time. The last time I was working in a public school was 2008. So we're talking a while back. Even then, I was seeing parents being more belligerent, less respectful, less willing to work with or cooperate with teachers when there were problems with classroom management or a need for additional academic assistance. It just, it just wasn't there. And it's, I am certain that it's gotten worse since 2008. These days, I suspect it is at a critical point where many teachers are considering what else they can be doing simply because they don't feel like they're making a difference anymore. And that's why they went into teaching in the first place, to make a difference. And if you feel like you're just bumping your head up against the wall every day and not making a difference, not feeling like you're making a dent, it becomes a problem with your self-esteem because you begin to feel less about yourself. So in this book, chapter three starts out with stress and self-esteem are intricately linked in the same way that stress is linked to your physical and mental health. Not only does low self-esteem make you more vulnerable to stress, but chronic stress of all kinds, physical, emotional, environmental, social, personal, and so on, can profoundly impact your self-esteem. And then it goes on to talk about the self-esteem cycle, how you may feel okay about yourself one day and then out of the blue, something happens that sends you spiraling down into um, feeling less than and therefore having low self-esteem. One of the questions that the book asks is, what do you see when you look in the mirror? Most people focus on external features first, but gazing at your reflection in a mirror can be a form of meditation. Gaze into your eyes deeper and deeper until you no longer recognize your features, but the self behind the eyes. This is both an exercise for relieving stress through focus and a technique for pursuing self-knowledge. And then it goes on to say a stress cycle works in both directions. Stress can cause low self-esteem, but low self-esteem can be a major contributor to your stress level. If you don't feel good about yourself, lack confidence, or doubt your ability to succeed, you'll be more likely to let stress overwhelm you. So I want you to consider this week whether or not you are suffering from low self-esteem, perhaps related to your high stress level. And if that is the case, I want you to think of at least one thing, one thing that you can take charge of and do something about. One thing, like the, the book recommends clean out your car all the way, clean out all the junk, clean out all the stuff that's accumulated, take it to the car wash, clean it out, vacuum it out, get, get all of the clutter out of your car. 
And on your way to work, you'll feel better because you'll be in a clean, uncluttered car. If that doesn't work for you, clean out some other part of your house, maybe a closet that you haven't tended to for a while. Just clean it out, get, get, give away any of the coats that you're not using. Take them to Goodwill. People there can use them. But get rid of the clutter. Clutter has a huge effect on your mental and, uh, and emotional well-being. And you get it, you'll be shocked at how good you'll feel if you clean out a section of your of your life, your, your, whether it's your coat closet, your car, uh, the garage, wherever. Cleaning out and getting rid of stuff helps to create a better self-esteem for yourself. Try it. It is true. Definitely true. It definitely works, I know, because I've done it. You might want to take a life inventory too. consider what's working in your life and what isn't working. Is it possible that you have a relationship that's dragging you down? A personal relationship. It could be a friendship. It could be another significant relationship. Is your marriage running on all gears or are you running into trouble there too? Are you having issues with your children? Any of those things can impact not only your stress, level, but also your self-esteem. So do an inventory. Take note of what's working in your life and what isn't. And you can't perhaps address everything all at once, but you can take charge of one thing at a time. If you catch yourself overeating out of stress, do yourself a favor and consciously replace whatever snacks you're munching on in a mindless moment when you're just indulging in comfort food, replace it with a healthier choice. Instead of a bag of chips, grab an apple. Instead of a, a, a bag of candy, grab a banana. Do something that's different from your normal routine to change up how you feel about yourself and the effect that it has on your stress. And recognize that stress and self-esteem are intricately connected. If you are suffering from low self-esteem, I'm going to guarantee that your students will pick up on that. And they will see it as a weakness that they will use at, to their own advantage. Kids are terrifically intuitive and if they feel like you don't feel good about yourself guess what they're going to just pile on add to it make it worse so you need to build your own self-esteem nobody else can do it for you 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 have to take charge of it yourself take care of yourself so that you can have strong self-esteem and eliminate the places where your your students might be able to take advantage and bully you or manipulate you into feeling worse about yourself. That's just one example of how managing your self-esteem can make a huge difference in your day-to-day -day life. So that's a little bit new. I don't think I've talked specifically about stress and self-esteem before. If you'd like to know more, if you'd like to be able, you can get the book from Amazon, I'm sure. 
uh, every the everyday stress management book, Practical Ways to Relax, Be Healthy, and Maintain Your Sanity by Eva Adamson. And I will include that in the notes for today. If you would like to talk about your stress or how you might like to transition out of the classroom and into a new career, but you don't know how to start or where to where to go to even look, make an appointment for a complimentary discovery session. Let's talk. I'm available at teachersintransition.com forward slash calendar. That's my, my day-to-day calendar where you can sign up for complimentary sessions, 20 to 30 minutes, depending on how much time you have. Let's talk about your particular situation and see if what I have to offer is what you need. It may not be, but it certainly might be. And that's it for this week. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy yourself. um, I was going to say happy Valentine's Day, but we're already past Valentine's Day. So I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. Have a great week and I'll see you next week. So there you have it an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at Kitty Boytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.